If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I am a dumb dad. Hey there. My name is Evan. I'm a dumb dad. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events, Kevin. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. 50%? Yep. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Hi. Johnny, how are you? Hello. Hmm. How are you feeling? Thanks for visiting. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me over. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my fort. My it's been a fort. It's been a, uh, it's been a week or more. It's always, it's always a week. Well, but okay, what do you well, mean? Well, it's been a week for you and for me, a little more for me. I'm taking more this time. I'm going to okay. take a little bit more for me. Okay. That's fine. Because today my son went to school for the first time. In almost two weeks. Well, okay. I'm, I don't mean to stop you there, but what I what I meant to say, I mean, I, I, we've probably started a podcast by he saying it's I'm been right. a week, but that's why he stopped me. But like, and we've and we've been like complaining about the fact that it's been raining in LA a lot. But because of that, and the our, mountains and are our, beautiful. The, the mountains are absolutely gorge. Are you obnoxious to your wife about that stuff? My wife is constantly like about what? I'm just like God. Look at those mountains. She's like, what happened to you? <laughs> The, the, the dad is we're really just going showing. on a drive and i'm like yeah it's nice to see snow-capped mountains <laughs> isn't it it's nice no what i was gonna say is like because our kids go to a parks and rec uh center for preschool mm-hmm. that they were using using the facilities for our unhoused friends yes. and neighbors and so which is great i mm-hmm. it is evan it's don't great. don't put a butt on there and there you go. Uh, as a result of that situation, our little preschooler friends, our little ones, were uh, out of preschool for a week, mm-hmm. so they could use the facilities for the unhoused for yeah. 
the cold temperatures and the rain and everything, mm-hmm. which just meant that last week was a bit of a, um, you know, and then and it's like a schedule adjustment. Th- thank you. An opportunity. It was an, an opportunity, opportunity in disguise. Yeah. How retail are we being right uh-huh. now? Um, we've gone corporate. Okay. Unfollow uh-huh. if you need to. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's just, but if been, you wouldn't mind filling out a survey on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> But that was our situation this last week, and so it just felt a little bit crazier than... Yeah. And then on top of that, sick kiddos. Always sick kiddos. Always sick kiddos. Always sick kiddos. That was the situation. And it was really rainy. (laughs) Really rainy, yeah. But we hit up all the old uh, stomping grounds. We went to Discovery Cube. I think I went twice. I don't remember. Yeah, you went twice. We went to the zoo for a day. Mm -hmm. And these are like... And the, the funny thing is like these are small windows of opportunities in between super rainy days. Yeah. Or it's like, dude, it's going to start raining at one. Should we hit up the zoo for a couple hours? Right. The zoo we couldn't do. Discovery cube was, was, is indoors. All of it was tough though. Like, yeah. When you tell your kids, at least this is how it was for my son. When I told him like, Hey, school's not happening. He was like, great which is hilarious because he mm-hmm. loves school. Yeah. I don't know where that comes from. Like my daughter disliking school um, makes sense to me because like she has homework. I'm sure I don't remember first grade and they tell you very little. We discussed this earlier. They get out of school and you're like, what did they do today? And they go, I don't remember. But like there are certain things they do that they're just not going to enjoy. But for the most part, preschool is pretty like you're the ABC song is fun to sing at their age. Yeah. That's a fun activity. But so when my son's like first grade is really the, it's a, it's a um, blend of the two. Yeah. Sure. And I'll say, you know, you're heading into next year. Like second grade is when you're told like second grade is really when it's like, okay, now it starts. Now it's like, there's no more room for no more fun. If I see you smile. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not that there's no more fun, but you know that, First grade is really is the blend of the two. And then they tell you like second grade is now it's time to kind of like Who begin beginning learning experience. Uh, you know, the internet and the internet does not lie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm, that's not to say in comparison, like where we are, but like that's, but, but still her experience of like sort of sometimes wanting to go to school, sometimes not wanting to go to school and homework at a young age is all kind of wild. Yeah. But you know, and I only say that from my experience of having a kid in second grade right now, but when it, it it does definitely feel different than first grade more so than it did from preschool to kindergarten, kindergarten to first grade. Now it, it felt like more of a jump to go to second grade is what I'll say. What I look forward to is you, you're basically treating now school grades like people treat like terrible twos. What was the worst for you? Oh, oh yeah. He's the worst. And you're kind of <laughs> Three doing that with grades yeah. where you're going to go like next year. You're going to go. Here's the interesting thing. Second grade is um, a little more buckle. Third grade is where fill in the bike. Yeah. But well, anyway, that's, that's going to be true, but I see what I you're know. saying. I know. But my son uh, loves preschool, loves mm-hmm. it so much, loves his friends there, loves the teacher, mm-hmm. loves playing in the room and then playing after. But it's, it's probably because of it's a structure. That's not his idea that he doesn't have a say in, in a way that maybe that's the thing he doesn't like about school. Cause when I tell him you don't have school today, he's like, great. And you're like, but not really though. He you like it yeah. there. You like all of it. <laughs> not for me, but for you. Yeah. Like, but he's moment to moment. He's a moment. He's in the moment guy. Yeah. He's like, great. What's a What an adventure. <laughs> what are <laughs> yeah. we doing today then? Yeah. And he looks at me with like fire in his eyes and I just 
fear in my soul. What's the next moment we're tackling at a thousand percent? Oh my capacity. gosh, we get so much done at preschool and have so much fun. I can't wait to see what you have in store for me today because <laughs> it's just one on one. So you should have a good amount of things. I can't planned. imagine what my little sponge brain will yeah. absorb today, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, it's trial by fire today. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> my, my coffee hasn't kicked in yet. So it's great. We did a great job. We had so much fun. <laughs> One day at Discovery Cube, though, it snowed. I know. We're doing the weather thing, but it really did. And my kid, well, here's the thing. I grew up in Massachusetts. I've lived in the snow. Mm-hmm. I've had the whole situation. I've, I've mm-hmm. shoveled the walkways. I've uh, to earn your five but, pence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Admission back into the house is what my father would do. Padlock the doors. There's a scale out front. Yep. I want to see it say 20 pounds. <laughs> exactly. Before you can enter. So I'm very familiar with snow and mm-hmm. I'm excited for my kids who have seen. Well, my daughter has seen snow. My They've son, heard of it. It's a rumor. My son's never, my son definitely has never seen it snowing. Yeah. And I was so excited. And you, we were inside. I looked out the window and I just like, it was that old thing. I haven't seen it snow in years, but looking out the window, I was like the movement because we were far enough away. I was like, yeah, I don't think that's rain. That's it's a moving slow too slowly. rain. It's a slow rain. It was funny. We were upstairs at the discovery cube yeah. and I looked over and you were like nose against the glass. Wait a second. Wait a second. I recognize downstairs this. at once. And yeah. I grabbed the kids and then we ran downstairs. Your daughter couldn't have cared. Well, being from <laughs> Seattle, my interpretation, I was like, is it snaining? Which is my description of snowing and raining. And it wasn't. It was kind of snowing. It was like a most s- people call that sleet. Meh, not for me. It <laughs> snaining. It's a gross name. It's, nah, it's funnier to me. <laughs> you were so pumped about it. But then it, when I looked at you and saw that it was, it was like, it really was like, this is wild. It's snowing outside. It was yeah. really snowing. And, you know, what I thought was wild about it is that like, you know, we drove there and got out of the car and walked into the facility. It didn't feel like it's so cold. We need to no. get inside quickly. It didn't feel like it was like freezing, freezing temperatures. Mm-hmm. It was warm enough that I was like, I don't want you to wear your jacket because then I'll just be carrying it inside the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lo and behold, it was snowing outside. It was snowing. And then my son also at first was like, it's snowing. And I got a video. I got like a one minute video, probably less than that's probably 30 seconds of yeah. like my son. like turned it on. And I was like, What's, what, what is this? What's happening? He's like, it's snowing. Can we go back inside? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to discover yeah. in the cube. What are we doing out here? <laughs> Holding on to your nostalgia that I have no connection yeah. to. Can we get inside? It was funny. I mean, it was like it was melting the second it hit your hand and to the ground. Mm-hmm. But I think for the both of us, it was funny to think like, right. But and I know the little kids don't recognize this. But if we zoom out on a map. We're in Southern California, yep. and it was snowing, which this was kind of the, the end times, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the end of days because is now. This is hell freezing over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can feel it in my feet. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. So uh, we had a week. I feel like we got through it pretty well, and then uh, hit the weekend. Visited the parents. It was your dad's birthday. Shout out your dad. Happy birthday. Shout out. It was his birthday on the first, yeah. but you know, it was midweek. So we, we went on the weekend to hang out. It was great. Took him golfing. Yep. Real fun. 
And then you destroyed him. You destroyed took him. you took all of his destroyed money. Him. Yeah. 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 You see that? I threw him in the pond. That's and right. Drove home. Yeah. Hit a you walk. know what? And we have a podcast that so we can just lay that down as facts right yeah. now. That's what happened. He's gonna beat me up when he hears this. <laughs> but it was like Saturday, my daughter you know, we're just we've been we've been going through it this winter. Uh-huh. With the sickness. And as a lot of families have. And then my daughter on Saturday yeah. just says something about like she doesn't feel well, but not like like a little kid does. Just goes, feel weird or something. And my wife just like yeah. had that motherly intuition and was like, grabs the thermometer right away, scans her. She's 101 or 102 or something. Yeah. And this is in the desert with your parents. In the desert She's, with my yeah. parents. And it was funny. My parents are, they're such sweet grandparents that I was like, all right, so should we get out of here? <laughs> yeah. And, I know. And they were like, no, you, you're fine. We're like, okay. Yeah. And it was funny because as we were packing, everybody taking airborne, throwing the last minute stuff in the bag. Yeah. And it was one of those moments where I, I came through Evan, but we were packing and then I was like, you know, do we have the, you know, the dop kit with all the toothbrushes and toothpaste uh-huh. and everything in there? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, is there a Tylenol or Motrin in there? And she's like, my wife goes, no, but we probably don't need it. And I was like, <laughs> Nah, I'm gonna grab it because she jinxed you in that moment. But I grabbed it, right? So right. you grabbed it, right? Yeah. There was enough time. There's enough pause there for yeah, the yeah, virus yeah. to incubate into my daughter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it only needs a second. The curse is like I live. I will incubate a non-believer. <laughs> um. So yeah, she she then she was like, we were like, are you okay? Do you feel? And she's like, my throat feels kind of weird. And I was like, here. She just had strep throat not that long yeah like two weeks ago so we just like we looked in her throat and we're like yeah that looks like it's strep you feel okay and she's like yeah i feel fine and we're like well, okay so we just like load her up with medicine enjoy the rest of the weekend kids you we know, leave here's, on here's Sunday. a hot take for you kids are so unreliable they're unreliable my son is sick right now i'm on, i'm gonna interrupt you for five yeah. seconds here he's got he's had a stuffy nose since yesterday and then he woke up this morning he's he's doing that croup cough like yeah croup he's it sounds like we have a seal living with us no fever though yeah just i think what has happened now he's established like when he gets sick as a kid that's how he's gonna cough so we kept that kept him out of school today but i asked him this morning how nervous are you that that's gonna just be his cough i think it is forever well until maybe he until maybe he becomes more less of a child and more of a preteen or something maybe uh-huh. as his body develops but like this happened last time too where I'm like oh my god he has croup again it makes sense their little uh, immune systems reset through yeah, the yeah. pandemic blah 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 but like I mean literally he's in there oh 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 that's what he sounds like when he's coughing and we're like everyone would like send us letters if we sent him to school today <laughs> because like what are you doing sending a kid to school like that yeah but I asked him this morning how do you feel bud fine like he was blowing his nose all day yesterday, yeah. which is fine. It's like kids have runny noses and for the most part, maybe wear a mask today so yeah. we don't get our friends sick. But then he wakes up today in the morning like you could balance a beach ball on his nose. And like, yeah. but it, and who are we to send a kid to school like that where everyone's like, and especially the teacher, like what is happening to you? But I just think like, but he doesn't, again, he doesn't have a fever or anything. Uh-huh. I just think that's how it's going to be going forward if he has a cough. But it just is wild. I, I mean, like that you think that the teacher would be shocked. So the teacher would be I, like, all right. 
It sounds crazy, man. Like, the cough sounds crazy. I'm sure it's not her first round of croup kid in her classroom, <laughs> is my point. I know. Anyway. Anyway. So, anyway, we left Sunday bright and early-ish, um, you know, but, like, we weren't hanging out for the day. It was like, sure. had breakfast. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. we're getting you to urgent care. Yeah. Because if this is strep, <laughs> if this is strep, everything, everyone, the, the rule across the board is... You're on medication for 24 hours. You're no longer contagious. So in my head, I'm like, well, Monday is already out. So let's try to get to back to school on Tuesday. Right. We're already all going to absorb it in the car on the right. way back to Los Angeles. <laughs> so they moved. So we get her home. We get her to urgent care. They're like, yep, she has strap. They treat her for it. Get her her medication. Great. Okay. We did it. And then the next day, uh, Monday, both kids are home because of the unhoused situation. They like pushed it one more day because our sure. school is normally Monday through Thursday. Now yeah. it's going to be Tuesday through Friday. Right. So they're like, well, he has Monday off. And I was like, I already have one kid. What's one more? Really? Yeah, exactly. Now my son, Monday, starts show, so showing signs of not being great. <laughs> I'm not. What a trending situation for your family you already know what to look for yeah this whole winter you guys have just kind of just gone through the muck of it i mean well here's the thing and here's where kind of my dumb dead moment ish lies and it's this and this is kind of a dumb dad moment that like depending on who your kid is we we did we were just on a live um and it's depending on like how your kid is and how clinging they are and whatever it's different for every person. But for some people, this particular dumb dad moment cannot be avoided. And my son was sick. He was not feeling well. We're giving him Tylenol, but he's cranky. And yeah. so when it was bedtime, it's like, well, I'll lay down with you, buddy, until you feel better. And now are we just laying down in the same bed? three inches from each other's mouths <laughs> playing catch the carbon dioxide. Yes, we are. That's what we're doing. Did I get strep throat? Of course oh, I of did. Of course you did. Yeah, of course I did <laughs> without question. But it was one of those like parent moments. Well, parent dumb dad moments that you're like, you got to You got to take this one because he, he needs somebody to lay you down take one for the team because I, I can go you're he doesn't understand like I might be able to pull that off my daughter who's almost seven and be like hey you're sick we have to protect the family and I have done that to her I'm like hey you're sick you know I want to I want to lay down with you but like we don't want to get me sick and then mommy sick. And the whole house is we don't want that so I, I love you I, I'm here I, for I you I have a question about that like do you think that because I, I agree with you like you, you have a certain responsibility a certain responsibility. Your responsibility is to keep your children safe and uh -huh. feeling comfortable. And you bear the brunt of that as a parent mm -hmm. in, in, in the, in the situation you're describing. Yeah. Like if you catch it, you do whatever. Yeah. But like, where do you feel that that line is like to stoop? And I, and I don't mean to criticize you here. That's not what this is, but to to bring that up to your daughter who is, at her age, do you think that even that she can comprehend that? Do you feel that's young or no? I think there's a line. You know what I'm saying? Like, do, because it's of. not her responsibility to comprehend protecting the family. No, and that's not how we think she. She definitely doesn't internalize it or anything like that. It's, yeah, it's always to her like, ah, man, 
but we're just like, hey, it's just one of those things that if we get near you, we might get it. We definitely know we're not making her feel like it's her fault because we can tell she's not internalizing. That's, what, that's that my question. Yeah. No, and she's not. And uh, or she is and she'll turn out, you know, real weird. And <laughs> well, and I say that because like, again, I said like as my son now has a bit of a cold. Yeah. He sounds like he has croup, but he doesn't have croup. Uh-huh. It just it manifests like that. Yeah. But today we kept him home from school. Mm hmm. And then, like, I spent some time with him today in his room. It's not like, I mean, I'm in his room. We were playing chess together. He's been yeah. into the idea of playing chess. Like, I'm, I'm sitting across from him playing chess. Yeah. And then he wanted to play some video games. I'm playing video games with him. He wanted to cull, cuddle up next to me. And I was like, you know, let's not, we don't, we don't need to necessarily sit right next to each other. And as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I felt really guilty. Like, he what is he he just wants he's home from school he uh, according to him he feels great but he is sick but i felt i felt very guilty in that moment of like what is that to me like hey man keep your distance i don't want to get sick that's not how i said it but i'm worried that that's how he interprets it and what is that to him as an eight-year-old to to feel the brunt of that that's not his fault Yes, and, and that's no. kind of what I why I bring that up again. Like again, again, no criticism to you, but like maybe coming off the back of the last three years of like COVID and all these things, like that's on our brains, of course, way more than it is on the children's brains. But yeah, like, I'll, but that's there, right? I'll, I'll say because you and your family never got COVID, you have to do that. Like you have to like our kids got it first and we had to tell them like we can't no we cannot lay down with you. We had to wear masks near them. We can't we can yeah. we have to really kind of avoid touching you as much as possible. Um, we've got a that's we, just really difficult right? because they don't understand that. You know, they there's no way they can understand. that. It's all about how you word it though. Like yeah. if you're wording it like if I touch you, I will get sick from you and you will be the reason I'm sick then. Yeah, but like. <laughs> If you just tell them, hey, you've got a bug in you, you've got a virus that's living inside yeah. of you, and it wants to jump from you to me, let's try to not let that happen. I'm let's try to, to I'm going to keep <laughs> yeah. keep juking left and right. Dodging a weaving over here. But if you just word it in a way of just like, we just want to end this so that nobody else, nobody else in the, is sick in the house anymore. We can probably stop yeah. it with you here. And that's how we had to do it with COVID. Didn't work. But <laughs> yeah, that's how we word it. Um but yeah, like I ran, I ran the gambit with my son, but I, I, I know I don't feel like I, I really feel like it's always how you word it. All things with parenting. It's how you word it. It's like why the whole gentle parenting thing right now is don't say, but cause then you negate the first thing that you say, like sure. I can see that you're angry, but mm-hmm. well then you don't care that I'm angry. And then yeah, the, and it's, I think it's the same thing with being sick. It's just like, Hey, let's just try to stop it. Everybody else from being sick. I hate that you're sick. I want you to get as better as possible so we can all play together again but if yeah. i get sick then even you'll be feeling better and then i can't play with you because i'm that kind of thing and wording it like that um it's just really it's really interesting because again they don't you know i mean and again we're talking about children eight and younger and they don't, they, they don't comprehend more than two things you know, yeah. and where we're compartmentalizing all of the situation, right? And so it's, you're right. It's how you word it. It's also sometimes no matter how you word it, they're not going to be able to 
they're not going to be able to like weigh all of these things against the the. But I'm also not going to be able to tell you how to tell your son how you're going to keep away from him because you have your own kid and you know, especially your son who's very much very emotional, whereas his emotions on his sleeve. Yeah, you know how to approach that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how to approach my daughter um, with her thing. She's. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming at 18, I'll never see her again. Uh, <laughs> you think she'll make it that long? <laughs> uh, she's stuck here. The economy is terrible. Um, but I know how to approach my kid and you know how to approach yours and everybody out there knows how to approach their kids. So that, that's just yeah. what I mean. It's like, yeah. you word it in the way where they're just like, you don't make them feel bad. Um, you try to help them understand as much as you can. Try to help them understand as much as they can. Yeah. My son who's three going back to where I was. Um, well, you said you weren't going to interrupt for more than five seconds, uh, 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Um, <laughs> boom roasted. My apologies. I apologize. Um, but no, my son who's three, he's not going to understand any of that. You can't yeah. do, doesn't matter how you word it. Yeah. He's just going to, if I'm like, no, I can't cuddle you no matter what I say with, with somebody who, even if I don't normally cuddle him, he's feels terrible right yeah now. that's the only thing he's gonna hear he can hear one thing i feel bad i want you to comfort me and i go i won't yeah i know leave yeah. the room he's gonna be screaming crying his eyes out with already a fever you know like it's just like all right i'm gonna lay down god hashtag parent guilt i mean that's what yeah. it's all out of the stuff lies, so it's just right? like all right i'm gonna lay down with you until you pass out um i'm, I'm, absorb, I'm gonna take all of your sickness and i will have yeah. it tomorrow yeah but i will say like the plus side of you guys all being sick when you're when you when you are when you've just failed and yeah. cutting off the whatever it is the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the stem of infection whatever yeah and you're all sick when you guys have like those fever chills you just keep each other warm it's nice it's a nice <laughs> uh kind of feed off of each other <laughs> yeah i just think this kind of stuff is so interesting because as you know as we've talked about before parenting evolves it's always evolved and it's different and it, the, you you're always managing like the new expectations but i think it's being a parent over the last three years because of the pandemic and everything has changed exponentially mm-hmm. and um what it means to be a stay-at-home parent has changed exponentially and having your kids well it, for a lot of them it's staying home parenting and also having a job somewhere else that you're doing remote <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing remotely has changed. Yeah. Like, the world has changed a lot. Yeah. Right. And so, but that just filters down into everybody's situation. And mm-hmm. our situation is that we're stay at home parents and we have kids and like specifically. So in our situation that two of our little children spent like the greatest point, uh, a part of their young lives, not going anywhere and just knowing that life means you just don't go anywhere and you live your life with your mom and dad in your house. Mm -hmm. And that's our little ones. And then branching out of that, whereas we're referencing that situation to the, the rest of our experience as people. Yeah. That's all that they know. And so, even something as simple as going into preschool for the first time was like a big thing because all of a sudden we're like around other people and other children that we've never done before. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to just coach them through that. And then adding. See, sickness, I go the exciting way. And, I go the, the Brendan Fraser blast from the past route. We've been stuck in this little, uh, what is it? Bomb shelter. Yeah. And now we get to come out and see that the world didn't end and you get to have fun. Well, for sure. I mean, I, <laughs> For sure. I, and I agree with that. Like yeah. that you want to excite them about that, but yeah. that's their only experience. And right. so 
I just think like all of this stuff is just so like brand new to mm-hmm. all of us, whether it's whether you're the little kid or the parent or whatever your situation was. Which I just the, think is also- the analogy holds up because Brendan Fraser was like horrible in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, blast from the past. If you haven't seen it. <laughs> That reference was a blast from the past. <laughs> I credit you to that. So, okay. So here's one of the things I want to talk about this week. I, we're, I think we're, I think probably this episode is going to kind of go all over the place for the most part with, with okay. dumb dad moments and experiences and stuff. But like, but what you're saying is, and kind of what we're talking about is like kids growing up faster than we're prepared for. And part of these conversations is like, you're maybe sick and we don't want to pass, which is uh-huh. it's difficult for them to even comprehend. Are we going to have the changing bodies? No, we're not going to do that. Okay. But sort of adjacent. Okay. Okay. Let me just do this really quickly. Backstory. Okay. I got, you know, you find yourself in your teenage years, they say, right? You sort of find yourself as a person in the teenage years. That's kind of the grand scheme Until of things. I was like 32, but go on. Sure. Which is 100% acceptable, Kevin, <laughs> and we found each other and I love you. <laughs> I really wanted to pierce my ears. I was like 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I thought like, I think I really want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that was my experience growing up outside of high school, but thinking like, I think I really want to do this. And I made the decision to do this thing and blah, blah, blah. Pierced both my ears. Lo and behold, I probably had both of my ears pierced for, I don't even know, to be honest with you, five years. Let's make a guess. Yeah. Then after a while, I was sort of in in love with the idea of maybe just like taking one out. And I've since then, since around 25 or so, I don't know, have always just had my left ear pierced. I wear a little earring in my left ear. And since I made that decision, I've never thought about it. I always just have this like little earring in my left ear to the point where like, I mean, I literally don't even think about it anymore because I don't ever take it out. I wear the same little tiny little hoop in my left ear. And it's super rusty. It's (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm going through tennis. The, uh, I shouldn't have chosen a, a steel earring, (laughs) um, to the point that I never think about it. Having children, I'm my own person. I'm raising children. And now my son who looks up to me as a father, he's a boy over the last six months or so has, has gone, yeah, has gone through like the, I think I want to get my ear pierced. Uh huh. Now, here's a dumb dad moment for you. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Not that I super questioned him about it, but I'm thinking, I don't even think that's that to that extent that I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Okay. Not even realizing I, I'm asking him about it. And like, he's looking at me with a pierced ear. Yeah. Dummy. I <laughs> dummy, <laughs> dummy. And, um, and I hesitated with, and I and I I, I, will, I will also hesitate to say the, to use the term allowed him to do it because it mm-hmm. wasn't like I was like you're not doing that right. But when he brings it up, I was like, interesting, okay. And then private conversations with my wife about it. My wife was like, hell yes, let's let him do it. Mm-hmm. And I for three or four months or or so wasn't. I wouldn't say I was really pushing against it, but I was just hesitant because I didn't really know how to process it. Right. And it wasn't about anything other than probably me just 
I think what it really comes down to is that I wasn't prepared for him, even as an eight-year-old, to make a decision like that and grow up sure. faster than I thought he would be growing up. Gotcha. My brain went to like, what What are your friends going to think and what are you going to say about it? What happens when things? you get made, made fun of? You were in what protective happens? mode. Yeah, and I will say this. And I, I think maybe you were that kid. I got made fun of a lot when I was a kid. Um, I was like the smaller kid. I was the wimpier kid. I got pushed around a lot, which which is why I'm funny. <laughs> but I've never, I've never experienced any of that. I knew that was I knew that comment was coming, and I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, but that was maybe th- some of my hesitation was that I don't want him to go through any of that trauma, maybe mm-hmm. or um, that experience as a kid or getting made fun of. Period. But kids are kids, and kids are mean because they want to. You know, kids want to just explore all of being a kid. Sometimes, like, can I be mean? Can I make fun of? Can we be accepting or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I think I just didn't know how to do any of that. You know, I wasn't prepared for that conversation to have with an eight-year-old. When I felt like I matured later on as a person, making a big decision like that, it's not even a big decision, let's be honest. But I felt like it was a big decision to go through like 19 years old, 20 years old. Yeah. And how my son's like, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to get my ear pierced. Yeah. And like, I just wasn't ready for something like that to like, how do I process that? But huge credit to my wife who constantly was like, well, like, what is your hesitation? And I, I couldn't even define it. Was it, you said you got your ears pierced at 19? Yeah. So it was out of something, the, something so somewhere it, around there, yeah. So it was out of the question when you were living with your parents? No. But, and I, not you to say that it was out of the question. You said yes if like, you were in second grade and you're like, I want to get my ears pierced. You think your parents would have been like, well, let's do it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I also never really thought of it until right. I was older. So sure. I, I, I don't really want to play the game of like guessing because I, I don't know. I solved it. Let's move on to the next issue. What um, else you got? But <laughs> so the solve was for a month or so, we got him like magnet earrings where you can like sort of like put yeah. them on and stuff. Those and we thought best. like, how long will he be? In- I mean, I, I also will say, I mean, I don't have to remind you like, kids have like fleeting ideas. Oh yeah. Like my new favorite TV show is this. And then he sees a new TV show and like, Oh, this is the best or this is the best movie I've ever seen. And then you go to the theater and see another movie and you're thinking like, God, that's poorly written. And the dialogue was horrible and the graphics were okay. And he's like, that's my new favorite movie because that's how kids are, Yeah, which is fine. But I'm thinking like, but maybe it's one of those things. And I, that was part of my hesitation. Like, but why put him through that and then do this whole thing? But my wife is constantly going, but like, what is the reason? Like, why? You know? And to her credit, it was like... That's the only reason I was asking of your upbringing. It wasn't like... I think my parents would have been like, absolutely not. And yeah. I think a lot of a lot of parenting is... Um, I don't think they're that way now. I don't think they'd have opinion. Obviously, I'm not going to pierce my three-year-old's ears. But if my, you know, if my son turns, say, your son's age yeah. and... Um, once his ears pierced, I'm sure my parents would be supportive of that. But back then, it probably would have been a hard no. Yeah, I'm not saying your parents were or weren't, but it might be that because a lot of parenting, a lot of parenting, is like doing what your parents did or what you thought they did. Not even necessarily what they did, but like yeah, how you yeah. how you remember your interpretation it, of what your they interpretation, did, yeah. and then doing that, and either 
moving forward with that or pushing against it mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if part of it was that it was part of like in your brain, it was just like, well, the protective thing to do is blend in. <laughs> yeah. No, I, which what I, a lot of parents do is an instinct is like, yeah. you know, what's great is if like you just blend in and go away forever. Nobody can hurt you if they can't see you. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> and I appreciate that. And yeah. I, and, but when, when I was having this conversation with my, and when I was having this conversation with my, gentle podcasting, gentle podcasting. And when I was having this conversation with my wife and she kind of really helped lead me to the conclusion of like, well, what, what, if I can't define my hangup, mm-hmm. then that's not on me, especially not on my son at all. Mm-hmm. And then I really started to celebrate the idea. She's like, okay, what is, she asked me, here's the direct question she asked me, which I appreciated the most. What is the worst case scenario? And like, I couldn't really even define that. Major infection. Yeah, major infection. <laughs> and she's like, so he doesn't like it and he takes it out and it like heals and has like a dot on his ear. Like that's the worst case scenario, yeah. you know? Cause otherwise if he gets made fun of so much, we can, I can, we can coach him through that. We can, yeah. you know, we can respond to that. So then when I was able to sort of get what over, did he th- call you? Oh, that's nothing. Here's what you say. No, yeah, no, we're not yeah, doing yeah, that. We're not doing that. <laughs> uh, and so then I really sort of had this realization, like, I almost almost became exponentially proud of him at eight years old to want to express himself as a person to go mm-hmm. for this thing. Yeah, and who am I to stop that? Yeah, like and if and if he and if he if in six months it's a fling and he doesn't like it, great. Then let's take it out and try something else mm-hmm. because why not? try to find yourself as a person at a young age so that you can move on with the rest of your life. And sure. like, I just really appreciated my wife's guidance through that because yeah. I, not that again, not that I had a definitive issue or reason as to why not, but mm-hmm. I, on the other side of the coin, I didn't have as much of a reason as to why, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, we went to the mall on a you know on a weekend, it didn't need to make a big thing of it, but we said, "Hey, you want to go get your ear pierced?" And we went and sat down and told the lady and went and got it done. I mean, and and he wanted to hold my hand. He was so he really wanted to do it. He was so afraid of what it might feel like, whatever. Mm-hmm. He held my hand, and I was in that moment. I was like, "Man, in some ways, I wish I had this confidence of who I wanted to be, or an idea of who I wanted to be mm-hmm. at eight. Again, it took me until 19 to like start exploring these ideas. Spider-Man. And his reaction I was- I wanted to be Spider-Man. Yeah, I wanted to be Spider-Man. And his reaction was like, it's like three, two, one. And he's like, you could see all this anxiety fueling up in him. And she does it and he goes, ow. And then, and then it was over. Yeah. It was so funny that like, dude, good for you. And so then it, it all, like a light switch, it switched into like pride that he was like, sure. Yeah. Like, go for it, man. Like, be your person, you know? So that was our experience during the week of like this last week and a half. Did you go to Claire's? Literally, we went to Claire's. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know where else you go. (laughs) There you go. But because we go to the mall a lot and he saw these places and he was like, I want to get my ear pierced. And it was like, sure. Well, I mean, they they do a good job there. It was a, a, you know, 
they they sort of make it a thing to to just be right. taken care of and i'm like, like here i am like filling out all these like parent permissions like forms and stuff mm-hmm. but like you know but it was a, it was a funny thing to just like yeah we just went to claire's and get your like like yeah. you make it a big deal as a parent and he's it's a big deal to him because he's afraid of it but he also he wants to do it and everything but it's like really just like you just kind of stand in line and get your appearance <laughs> Right, I mean, nice. it was like, it couldn't be faster, yeah. you know, like how it works, but right before we started recording this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I walked out, check on the kids and stuff. And my wife was like, uh, your daughter just, uh, said she wants to get her ears pierced. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go record the podcast. <laughs> Do you know where that, what that stems from? Uh, her uh, one of her good friends at school just got it done. I don't think just got it done, but I don't know. If or she but she, maybe she that, noticed it, or she just had a birthday party. Yeah, that friend just had. They yeah. were just at her birthday party. I don't know. If they talked about it, or she got new earrings, or whatever, newer, bigger earrings that were more sure. obvious hoops, or something. Yeah, yeah. And big she's hoops like, What's down to her shoulders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just door knockers. Her arms under. Whereas I'm like, they call them door knockers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, okay. So it's funny you bring that up. Okay, can we move on to dumb dad moments? Yeah, where is it? What is it? We were lucky to be invited to uh, a Netflix event, like a, maybe a couple months ago, to mm-hmm. a new show called My Dad the Bounty mm-hmm. Hunter on Netflix. Fun show. Incredible animation yeah. for for what the show is and where it yeah. came from. My daughter, who's four, has since become like a huge absorber and fan of the show. Loves okay. the show. We got invited to the event, and then we they showed us like the first... Two episodes. Two episodes. Yeah. Right. And so, which, you know, sort of as classically sort of like involves you in the story, sort of shows you what it's going to be about. Mm-hmm. My daughter, who has access to like kids Netflix, and this is a kids Netflix show, has been watching the show. And so like um, like two nights ago for dinner, she's like, I want to watch Dad the Band And we're like, sure. And she wanted to watch the last episode. Okay. I mean, I, I have only seen the two episodes that we watched, but she's like been watching the show. And part of this is like, I don't know, and people, I would love to have you let us know, like, and maybe Kevin, you can tell me as well, like, to what extent do you like watch something before you let your kids watch it? Now, in our experience, we got to watch the show. We watched the first episode, first two episodes and all of our kids were there and we thought like, oh, this is a fun show. It's a cool animation, fun idea, like non-present dad because of his job realizes he needs to become more present. Uh And that was like the gist of it, which we thought was like a cool message and the animation was cool. We sit there and watch the final episode and it's like the guy that's been like, you know, um, in charge of the evil empire the whole time now is the final boss of the show that they needed to defeat. Shows up at the family's home after this conversation of them going, you know, I'm committed. Mm-hmm. I I can't be more in love with my family, and I'm sort of done with this. And we need. Yeah. Then the guy shows up at the house, and it's like you know, and it's like this big pivotal moment as we're sitting there eating, you know, <laughs> our dinner, mm-hmm. and like the battle ensues. And for the major, most part, major spoilers for uh, okay, my dad, the yeah, bounty hunter. If you yeah, major spoilers. <laughs> moving forward if you definitely want to stop from here um but i bring this up because here we're watching this thinking like sure we got invited to this thing it was fun and we're watching the mm-hmm. show and then like the 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 final battle 
involves the whole family and this guy who like sort of cannot be defeated in some ways and then he reaches out for his weapon or whatever and then like i don't remember which character like cuts the guy's arm off now again this is animated uh-huh. but cuts the guy's arm up he's like an he's like an alien okay so it's yeah. not necessarily people versus people he looks like a person that's the thing yeah he looks like a regular person but part of his face gets scraped and it's like alien scales are revealed to a certain extent but his arm gets cut off and like i'm sitting there eating dinner thinking like "Uh uh-oh yeah i are we all prepared i wasn't prepared for this certainly wasn't prepared for the children to watch this (laughs) dork dad yeah and they sort of like it's a zoom in close up it looks like cells that are there in his arm and then because he's an alien his arm like instantaneously grows back like a lizard growing its tail back but it's within you know momentarily now he's got his arm back and i'm internalizing this like uh oh i feel like i should have been a part of the precursor should they watch this or whatever especially with my four-year-old daughter sitting there. Sure. Her reaction is, his arm is magic? (laughs) And that was her take. (laughs) She's not wrong. Which I felt like, that was a freebie. Well, she's probably seen that episode she's or probably other episode. Seen it. Yeah. And it then might I felt, be the eighth arm that's got cut off that season. And I felt extra guilty that like, she's used to this and I wasn't even a part of that. Oh, sure. So I, so my question to you is like, do you, how, to what extent, like I've definitely done this before where I think like, I want to show them this movie that I loved when I was a kid. I should watch it really quick. I've done that before, but something like this that I've never seen before, assuming it's okay. And I don't know that I necessarily would have said absolutely not. It I felt I felt guilty in that moment that it took me by surprise and I was like, "Oh man, I don't is this okay for 4-year-olds?" Like I didn't know. Yeah. Um I well, I'm not in that situation yet where I need to. Like I know what they're watching that yeah. I don't even need to consider that. Uh full transparency, probably wouldn't watch anyway, but no, but my <laughs> daughter is into like She's still deep in Minecraft. So when she watches something, she watches uh, like Minecraft YouTube builds and I'll poke my head in there because it's for you, sure. It's YouTube. It's YouTube kids, but it's still YouTube. Yeah. So I will like keep an eye here and there and poke my head yeah. in to make sure she's not watching something insane because it's the internet. But my yeah. son is watching the floor is lava on repeat. Um, <laughs> that's all he cares to watch. Yeah. So we're in a good spot right now, but I did have a similar moment. Um, I talked about, I think on a previous episode where in the pandemic, um, you know, stay at home orders are still in place. Nobody's going anywhere. Yeah. My daughters loves watching, um, SciShow kids is a great YouTube channel. If you guys oh, don't it's know fantastic. It. Um, it's Hank green's channel. Um, really? Yeah. SciShow is Hank green's. Uh, I didn't know that whole thing. And Good for him. that's amazing. He's the best. So SciShow kids is more directly like for our kids age and um scishow is still for kids but older and so she'd watch a lot of those videos and then of course other videos are suggested so another one is dr binox who i've watched i've sat with my daughter and watched all those and not all of those i've watched a ton of them and i'm like yeah this guy's all right 
He's, he's good. It's yeah. learning. It's educational. Yeah. It's, it's fine. And then there was, he came out with one for, um, for COVID. And I was like, oh, this would be good for you to watch. Uh huh. So you can like figure out what's, so you can understand why we're staying home. And, and she's like, okay. She was like deep in SciShow Kids and Dr. Brown. So we watch, and now I'm like walking around the house doing things. And I come back at one point, and it's all like, really poor animation like mm-hmm. think almost like uh, south park you know where it's just like yeah not a lot of mobility in any of the characters kind of thing anyway <laughs> yeah. you know all right angles with their arms and stuff and i i walk in and then they're just like the shot is just panning an old ship where everyone is just dead on it <laughs> <laughs> And like the guy is like the bubonic plague was, and I was like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) it's something you don't need to know anything about right now. I think it was like, you could see blood here and there. And I was like, what are you doing? And like I shut it off and then I didn't, she's only just started watching that guy. That was, uh, you know, the end of 2020. I was going to say, and I kind of remember you telling me about that story and that was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's now 2023 and my daughter has started watching his videos again. And I'm like, you're old enough now that if you came across that video, fine, we can talk about it. Um, yeah. And if you have questions, you can talk. Yeah. Through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like then, <laughs> no, <laughs> three, hard, almost hard three years pass, ago. It was like two yeah. and a half years ago. I was like, <laughs> yeah. no, four and a half years older. Yeah. Like, uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, don't need to worry about that yet. They're not into, they've watched a couple of episodes of Ninja Turtles that were dicey and we kind of walked away from those. Um, and, but otherwise oh, man. Like, side note, the new Ninja Turtles movie looks so good. The looks, trailer suck. Yeah. yeah. Why I'm, looks, looks, really, looks good. really good. You, you brought that up this week. Specifically, we deleted YouTube kids off of the iPad because of the suggestion thing. Because like, you deleted YouTube kids, YouTube kids because YouTube suggestion. kids. Yeah. Which is a specific app, whatever, but we deleted it off of my daughter's tablet because, uh-huh. because of like suggested videos. And it's like, it felt like a constant thing that you like have to like keep up with. And like, yeah, because we took it away from my kids for that exact reason. My, I, I don't, because it, it's just like, it would suggest like all of a sudden, you know, she's like watching like, some family act some out family scene. act out scenes yeah. from frozen or whatever, because she likes watching Anna and Elsa, which yeah. is fine. But then like, it's it just like a, it's a rabbit hole. And then like, we would pay attention. Like we'd hear it. And then like, I don't like that. And then like, she'd go play in a room and then we'd go through the iPad, like unfollow, 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 uh-huh. unfollow. Um, but it would, but it be, but it would just constantly suggest or like, you know, mm-hmm. they're savvy enough to like change the, mm-hmm hashtag or the name or whatever to stay in the feed. It was just like, they're learning nothing from this and yeah. it just made me uncomfortable. So it was like, we did that. Why we fight this constant from- battle when if they really want to watch something like that, we could just curate it and like sign into YouTube and watch it you know, like on the TV or something. You know, I don't remember if it's hidden, but uh, our YouTube kids, we deleted for a while and then my daughter wanted to watch it and she watches okay stuff because she watches like Minecraft builds, but yeah. we did this to our son for the same exact reason. It was just like we had was like we were like my daughter didn't have access to this at his age. She yeah. only had learning apps. Yeah, and that was it. Like yeah. She, now my son knows how to navigate Netflix. I don't think we really gave my daughter at his age that much like we would we would pick a show, but they learn so early, you yeah. know, which which is great. I mean, technology is only 
going to be so much more immersed in their sure. experience as young adults and everything. But but it just it's like man, I, it's, it's trying to keep up with it is like crazy. Like so, yeah. just get rid of it now. Like because I endorse that. At the same time, like the you know there's that like parent guilt of like I'm taking this away from them something that they like. But at the same time, like, oh, I don't have that. With well, certain thing, with certain things, things like that, where I'm like, nah, there's no good out of this. And I can get you an app. Yeah, I'll pay 10 bucks for an app that you're going to fall in love with. Right. Exactly. That's my point. Like, but if you, I give you access to a tablet for nine hours a day, something <laughs> as long as you're awake. Yeah. But if I give you access to a tablet, you'll find something on that that you like. And if you don't, then that's okay too. Yeah. You know, and then you'll go find something else. Like, yeah. but, but rather than sit there and just like watch it, like whatever that is, it just feels like, man, I don't know. I just felt like th- that's not really, I'd rather you bide your time doing anything else than that. Yeah. So we were just like, all right, let's just time to kind of dump it. And then my son who watches like Minecraft guys or creators that show how to build things, whatever we, we kind of had to explain to him like, listen, I, we took it off of his iPad as well, Mm. but explaining to him that like, it's not really fair that you're going to have this and she doesn't. But if you really want to watch something, by all means, let us know and we can find it for you and we can watch it together. Or if you want to watch one of your favorite creators that shows Mm -hmm. an educational way to like create things in Minecraft or build things, whatever, like by all means. But it's not really fair that you get to do it and she sees it because she doesn't know how to compartmentalize any of that. So it was just like, let's just, let's just pull it now and then like, you know, eliminate that experience. But anyway, so we went there with it, but just something to think about. I think, you know, when like screen time is one thing, but how they're utilizing that screen time is a, is a whole different thing. Yeah. It's tough. I think uh, that feels pretty good. That feels real good. That feels pretty good. Guys, if you've got some, I mean, we've covered some stuff. We got some uh, ear piercing stores. If you guys have some, do you cuddle with your kids when you're sick or you're like, get away from me <laughs> or what's your screen time situation? <laughs> have you had some screen time or TV show unmonitored moments that went real sideways? You guys can write in and tell us about it. Your dumb parenting mm-hmm. moments. You can email us dumbdadpod at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram where we are at the dumb dads, which is our handle on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube where you can watch full episodes of this podcast. So do that. Check all those things out. Rate and review this podcast if you guys haven't already. Every rating that we get really helps push us farther out to more more people, which really helps us and we really appreciate it if you've done it. And thanks as always to at Verdue on SoundCloud for the music for this podcast. And thanks to my lovely wife, Annie for editing this podcast. Evan, do you have a joke to end this podcast? Yeah, I got something for you. Okay. I got a question, joke, mm-hmm. what have you. See if we can solve it. How does the moon cut its hair? With an eclipse? You credit to you, buddy. You're really close. Eclipse it. Eclipse it. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah. Eh, it's hard to slip one past the goal. And Kevin, you got vague arms and legs and hands, and I don't know what's okay. happening. We're just trying to buy some time. So we got to play the outro music. We can get into the end of the episode and the how do I stop okay. this moment, and then we're gonna say goodbye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Welcome.
Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? The Dumb Dad Podcast is proudly presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.